It's MKFM. Delighted to be joined this afternoon by Paul Oxley, founder of St. Mark's Meals. Paul, how are you? I'm really well, thanks. Nice to chat to you. Nice to chat to you. I'm sure many people across MK are very familiar with St. Mark's Meals, but for anyone who isn't, give us a bit of an overview, first of all, of the charity and, and what you do. Yeah, great. Well, so St. Mark's Meals, we started about five years ago, and we started because I was in a... can't really remember why, which is an important part of the story, but I was in a school canteen early one morning, and they were just about to open up a breakfast club. And as they were kind of unbolting the door, the lady that was unbolting it turned and said, said to me, watch how they'll run in, they'll sprint past you. And they did, all these children sprinted past mm-hmm. me. And I asked her later why they ran. And she said, it's because they haven't had anything to eat since I gave them lunch yesterday. No way. They went home, they went home to homes where there was nothing in the cupboard, there was no food on the table. So we're able to give them breakfast at school, we're able to give them lunch at school, but no one's looking out for dinner time. And that was the... That was the start of, our, of us, really. I thought, well, that's not okay. That's not okay that no children, way. you know, whether you're, you're six, you're 11, whatever. I mean, you can remember what it was like mm. when you were a kid, right? You, you come home from school or from playing and you're like, your first question is like, hey, what's for dinner? What can I eat? And if the answer is nothing, well, that's wow. just a long time. And it has a huge impact on education, on physical health, on mental health for, for parents and for kids, as I'm sure you can imagine. So we started from there and we have grown a little bit and we're now in over 100 schools across Milton Keynes. And the idea is there's in all these schools, there's little boxes, kind of um, boxes uh, with tinned and packet ingredients, which are stuffed with like all the, all the ingredients you need to make fantastic meals. And they've got recipe cards and they've got activities in them. And so all any child or pupil at a school should need to do in a conversation with any teacher is to say, look, I'm, you know, I'm struggling at home where if a teacher picks it up or here's something great by yeah. you can choose what you want to take home for your family that evening, whether you want to take tacos or spaghetti bolognese or whether you want to take a curry, whatever, um, you can take it home and, and eat tonight. And that's, in a nutshell, in a little box, that's some large meals. That is a, a brilliant idea. And how are you logistically doing this? Are you, are you, do, you, do you take donations in terms of food? Are you, how does it work in terms of building those packages? Yeah, well, we have a we have a little warehouse that we share with um, the food bank and with Girl Pack, and we don't take uh, food donations uh, because the, the the meals that we have are kind of specific meals, so we need specific ingredients. So honestly, sure. money is the easiest thing that we right. take, and then we kind of source the food and buy the food, and we've got a fantastic team of volunteers that pack it each week, and we've got a van. Hopefully, um, some people might see the van. Hopefully, driving at a responsible speed, going <laughs> delivering to schools across the city throughout the week. Um, there's a fantastic website that schools can order on. It looks just like, you know, your weekly shop where you say, hey, listen, we're running out of taco meals and mm. the kids love them. Can you send some more and we'll get some to you that week? It's an absolutely incredible idea. Um, are you able to give us some idea of the scale of the problem of child poverty here in MK? Man, it's huge. And it's, it's a little bit cloudy because obviously COVID monkeyed around with the numbers a little bit. But yeah. before COVID, um, the vital signs report that's produced by the Community Foundation said that one in four-ish children across the city were living in poverty. Um, the council said that, that equates about 30,000 children. Um, the one in four number equates about 18,000. Either way, that's a lot. If, if, let's just say it's 18,000 and you lined them up at kind of one metre squared. Do you remember when you did PE at school and you had to kind of find a space and you know, make sure you're a metre away from it or you socially distance a metre? If you line them up, that would go the entire way down the A5 from the top of it in Stony Stratford to the... Milton Keynes Stadium around the stadium and halfway back again. It's a long line of kids. And of course, not all of those are hungry every evening, but a lot of those are battling with hunger. A lot of those are battling with not having school shoes this week as we go back to school or 
not having a winter coat or not being able to put the heating on and houses that are a little bit damp and so that gives yeah. you respiratory problems and all this kind of stuff. So it's a huge issue and it's obviously worse in some places than others, but there are some fantastic charities. We're just one of them that are doing brilliant things. And I think that's one of the great things about Milton Keynes, the community spirit that says, here's a massive problem. It's hidden in Milton Keynes because we don't all, we drive past a lot of the problems rather than walking past them and seeing them. Mm. Uh, but as soon as people spot it, and you know, talk about it, talk about it on air like this, we can say there are people doing amazing things generously and wonderfully and quickly to help children and give them the best chance of an amazing future. So how many meals are you getting out to the community on a week or a monthly basis? Uh, do you know what? I'm not the numbers guy, but we did just do our 10,000th meal box wow. uh, last month. Um, and each mailbox we say feeds kind of four people, so that's 40,000 plates of cool. food, and we're kind of over that marker. So that's an indication, and we're an emergency response. You know, we're blue yeah, lights yeah, yeah. for food. We're, we're, when you haven't got anything else in the cupboard, when there's nothing left, who do you call? You call the marksman. Uh, there's 10,000 times we've been called, and that's a lot when you consider you have to have nothing, and, and your teacher has to have noticed you've got nothing. Um, so that, that, that's, that's too high a number, really. We'd like to see that number come down and slow down but um in the meantime we're really grateful for the support people give us totally well if there's anyone listening who would like to support what's the easiest way to make a donation oh that's really kind of thank you if you head over to stmarksmk.com that's um the church that we're based out of and all the money goes directly to st mark's mills there and you can you can click online and give there do make a donation if you can um i see, I see you're a part of uh sophie's street feast as well which is coming up <laughs> Anywhere where there's street food, you can guarantee I'll be there. <laughs> uh, t- tell us about the, the food festival and, and specifically your involvement. Brilliant. Uh, many of you listening will know what a great job Sophie does for food and, and just for positivity around the city. Um, and this feast looks fantastic. I've got to tell you, the list of people that are going to be there, uh, we've got a family budget and I'm going to blow it. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many good things. Uh, I'm wearing my maternity pants to it. Um, but what I love is that, that Sophie hasn't just said, you know, food is something that should be gathered around and it should be celebrated and you should pass it across the table and say, hey, my goodness, taste this. It's incredible. Mm. Um, but that kind of privilege isn't uh, a privilege that everybody's able to enjoy. For a lot of people, food is just a basic building block. It doesn't yeah. take any meal. So to marry those two things together, I think is brilliant. And so whilst we are enjoying food, to think about and to support and to donate towards people like us who are addressing uh, poverty in the city, like Toybox to address child poverty, child hunger, child homelessness in uh, places around the world. And I want to Milton King's best kept secrets. They're, they're mm-hmm. based in Bletchley. They're fantastic organizations. For us to be part of that is just wonderful. So really looking forward to Sunday. Hopefully the sun shines, um, you know, because it hasn't all summer, has it? So hopefully it goes out <laughs> with a bang before we go back to school. Um, come on down anybody and, and try everything with me and, and form a long queue outside the tacos we will add and the, and the curry and the ice cream <laughs> and the donuts and, <laughs> and the Gurkha <laughs> we will absolutely see you there to try it all uh, Paul it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you listen keep up the great work at St Mark's Mills it's brilliant hearing about the uh, certainly the story behind it and the fantastic work you're doing to support with uh, child poverty here in Milton Keynes and uh, Paul Oxley is the founder of St Mark's Mills Paul thank you so much for your time thank you cheers